Welcome guys to the Brand Identity Design Business Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm your host for today's show. And today we're going to be having a very very exciting episode about Microsoft Office 365 with Sharon Gordon. Before we actually continue with this conversation, I want to actually make a quick few announcements. The very first announcement I want to make is that season 4 which I'm currently doing will be coming to an end around mid October 2023. The reason I'm highlighting this is because if any of you folks who are listening either on Spotify, Apple, Google or any syndicated platforms or any audio event based platforms like LinkedIn if you want to be a guest on my show the process is very simple you can actually join the waitlist so if you click on view event details if you go on to my website you should be able to find Uh, the process of how to become a guest there is a small waitlist link which you just have to fill in my team would review your profile just ensure that you know it's like a good fit uh, for what i bring into the table and what you bring into the table as long as we are a good match for one another i don't see any hiccups for you being a guest on my show season 5 will begin from january of 2024 i'm keeping the links open if you can't find the links just dm me the word guest on linkedin instagram twitter any platforms I would be happy to forward you those links so that you can take all those necessary actions. The second thing which I want to highlight is that I have a very exclusive guest who I would be interviewing and this would be done on August, which is next month, August 16th, 2023 at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be interviewing Donald Ziraldo, a renowned figure in the Canadian wine industry. widely recognized for pioneering and contributing towards the canadian uh, putting the canadian vibe, uh, wines on the world map he founded inskillen wines i hope i'm pronouncing that right inskillen wines in 1975 it became like a household name in the leading wine producer in canada under his leadership skills he has won more than 30 awards internationally including the prestigious award grand prix Dionor Honor you know I don't know how the french guys pronounce it at at Vin Expo in Bordeaux France and a lot of other interesting things if you're interested in in being a part of that event it's going to be actually done uh through video as well as audio the link should be under the event details you can go on under the event details for this specific event and you should be able to find it people who are actually interested in coming up on stage and being a part of this contribution uh, becoming a part of this conversation please kindly be patient so stephen please be patient the q and a section will start only after 45 minutes till that time you would have to hold your horses uh so that we can continue with the interview so sharon you know so i am very glad thank you so much you know sharon for accepting my invitation to be a guest on my show shout out to mildred who actually recommended or who did the introduction <laughs> with you she is freaking awesome so today's episode is mastering about microsoft office 365 she's a renowned uh, expert in office 365 we are deep diving into the world of microsoft powerful productivity so sweet Sharon will share her extensive knowledge, practical insights on how to make the most out of Office 365 in day-to-day operations. Now, whether you are an Office 365 beginner looking to get started or an experienced user seeking to enhance your skills, 
this episode will be packed with a lot of practical advice real world examples and expert guidance that will empower you to become a true master of microsoft office 365 when i say you become fully a master what i mean to say is that you'll hear the episode you'll take advantage of the episode by reaching out to sharon taking her much more professional help in the process you'll master the whole thing that's what i'm trying to say and if you don't know who sharon is like i said uh, she's a renowned office 365 expert a digital change advocate with over 40 plus years of experience in education and technology sharon is also certified golf i had no idea what this meant it's certified online learning facilitator and she's also certified and tap tap is training accreditation program and moss which is microsoft office specialist she has helped individuals and organizations to optimize microsoft office 365 users through engaging training and tailored resources i wanted to give a shout out to sharon thank you thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and i'm so excited to interview you and learn about microsoft office 365 welcome welcome sharon <laughs> thank you wow I'm honored Jason what an uh, what uh, an introduction thank you for that I'm I'm glad you liked it. it it was spontaneous <laughs> I did not practice it was spontaneous I was just reading stuff <laughs> <laughs> Thank you no I'm awesome uh, yeah, awesome I'm awesome I see I see my good friend Felicia who has joined thank you so much Felicia long time <laughs> we have actually spoken so nice to see you All right so let's actually begin you know I know people are here for the juicy side of this conversation so now we kind of know <laughs> Sharon that you know office 365 mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. become an internal pa- part of the modern workplace right transforming the way businesses operate and collaborate many mm-hmm. organizations i assume are realizing the immense potential it offers streamlining day to day operations boosting productivity i would like to personally know your thoughts what are some of key benefits some key benefits these organizations gain from mastering microsoft office 365 into their day-to-day operation um the, the main thing that com- brings to mind uh, brings comes to my mind is the collabor- collaboration you can have with your colleagues so you know you're in, in the same organization you want to look at documents you want to you know work on documents together you want to read the same similar emails etc etc and just be on top of your day-to-day work so i think collaboration and the easy collaboration with colleagues so that's things like um if you've got a you know a document whether it's excel spreadsheet or a, a word document or something that you you've been working on and you want someone to have a look at it and comment If you've got it in um Office 365, you can uh, anyone who needs to and wants to can edit the document at the same time. Now I must admit when I first experienced that it was really strange seeing someone else um in the same document as me and um I could see their little picture at the top right hand side and then a little colored button would come up when they were editing it and I thought well I've just put that in why are they taking it out? Um but i under i what i got to understand was that it made life so much easier because we didn't have you know thousands of copies or maybe that's a slight exaggeration but we didn't have like you know 10 15 copies of the same document and nobody knew where we were we didn't know who'd done what who'd made what edits 
and you know why they'd made them why they'd removed ours so it's nice that we're able to um all get into the document at the same time if we can get ourselves um out of our calendars and, and, and at the same meeting at the same time to be able to edit the document at the same time and, and agree those those changes and, and make those changes together rather than having to wait for someone to make a change and then wait for them you know wait for them to come back to you with with their own changes or something like that so i think being able to to collaborate with colleagues is is um is a good thing and having having access to um the um you know all the things that you need as, as a team you need to work on as a team um if someone does something you know creates a document and they're not there someone else can pick it up and work on it or um, and things like that but um yeah i think the big word for me is collaboration with your colleagues yeah well that makes a lot of sense okay so what you're trying mm. to say like traditionally i've been using word like i would open mm -hmm. up something write document something save it and i'll forward it to my clients so let's say i'm forwarding it to you you go through mm -hmm. it and you will suggest like you know this is not right let's fix this can you do this you send that same document to me i go ahead change it i send it back to you so there was a lot of uh you know exchange happening and in during the process maybe data can get lost maybe typos can happen mm -hmm. things can become messy too many email threads happening at the same time you don't know which which one is the final document so what you're trying Absolutely. to say is that if you use the microsoft office suite completely and if you have mm -hmm. something which has like a a cloud based connective mm -hmm. is that uh, is that the right term i don't know that would help you to yeah. work on the document <laughs> real time and you would not have to do yeah. that exchange thing okay go ahead yeah so so onedrive um is uh, an application that is it's up there in the cloud um i say up there in the cloud i don't do technical speak so you you're going to have to um uh, walk with me on this one i i speak in in very lay laywoman's terms because i don't think anything needs to be um labeled in a complicated way for people to understand and that's one of the things that when i became a trainer i wanted to speak in in plain english you know in, in an easy language that people could understand um and you don't have to label everything with a technical term because not everybody gets it and i'm still trying to get my head around some some technical terms as well so i want that inflict that on, on other people so um onedrive is a way that you can um upload your documents to the to the to the cloud and you can share whatever you have um what you have in there with other people which means that, that you, there's only ever one document that you're working on with emails and that what i've found is you'll email the, as you were saying jason documents get emailed back and forth somebody makes another copy of it they can't remember uh where they saved it or people do the classic they open it up from the email and they don't save it they go ahead and start editing it you know and an hour or so later they close it and attach it to an email which i think is an edited document but unfortunately because they haven't saved it from the email it hasn't saved any of the changes so all of that that work for an hour has just gone poof which is not a good thing so always always one of my uh bits of advice is always save your document out of your email first 
to a location that you can uh, find it and then go ahead and edit it. So being able to, um, I went off on a tangent, didn't I? Sorry, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I was in my own world. Sorry, people. <laughs> telling you off there. Um, remind well, that's okay. Jason. It's okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Okay, I'm just wondering. Okay, I'm not doing a comparison. Okay. I still use a lot of Microsoft based applications for my day to day work, like Excel being one of them. <laughs> I heavily, <laughs> heavily use Excel for my projects, <laughs> dealing with my clients. Okay, so I, I get what you're trying to say. My question is, okay, now Google also offers a lot of applications, right? Free ones. I was going to say there is, there is. I have found recently, and I've been investigating this with Google. Sorry to, sorry to jump in there, Jason, but I have found that Google have got quite a, a nice um, suite of of comparable um, applications that are online that is available for people to use and. Um, no, it isn't Microsoft. Um, however, it's it's serving a purpose and it's 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 quite easy. I've, what I've noticed is easy to manage and navigate. So yeah, again, that's not, it's an online um, tool that you can use, and uh, yeah, it's, it's readily available to anyone who wants to use it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I appreciate you bringing that point. My question mm. would be, Sharon, like, why would somebody? would transition from something which is offered by Google. It's kind of the same. I, I would not say that mm -hmm. it has all the features jam-packed, like what a Word would offer or an Excel would offer. Okay, everything, mm -hmm. but at least it has some proportion of it. At least, you know, it, you can mm -hmm. operate on it. Why would yep. somebody transition and just use Microsoft Office and OneDrive completely? What would be the, uh, the point that would make a person lean to that direction if you get my question you know hmm. well google is a google is known for searching um you know on the web ask ask it a question it'll, it'll um listen to your conversation and answer you um microsoft office is a, is a long established um uh, provider of, of software and they're always making um great strides into improving uh, the applications that they have and the services that they offer and you know both business um, and personal you can you can uh, use their applications quite easily and then we're all quite I think a lot of us are now quite comfortable uh, with using Microsoft and used to it so going to Google which has slightly less and, and I'm not taking it away from Google that you know it has slightly less functionality um it may not it may not fit so well and there's about uh, how many um applications in the software suite for Microsoft I think I counted 20 last time I, I looked and it's going to rise because Microsoft are always as I said improving and adding more um, applications and improving the applications that they have. Um, but I think for someone starting out, Google is um, a nice start. It's a, uh, it's a good start and it's an, an easy start for you to get used to that kind of um, collaboration that you want to be working online with someone, um, you know, an editor being able to edit 
the same documents or work on the same documents with them or access you know those specific areas but you've got in microsoft you know you've got your it's got everything it's got your, your teams you can share documents in teams you can have meetings in teams yes you've got um google meet and and things like that i think in an in an enterprise uh, in an environment where it's um, a large organization being able to use uh, teams which is part of the office suite it just makes life um, a little bit easier for you in sharing documents that way oh. through sharepoint etc etc mm. it's a uh, yeah Mm. I, I think that's one of the reasons why these technology companies like Google, Microsoft, Apple, they have their own suite of mm-hmm. doc sheets and other stuff because they mm-hmm. want to keep you under that ecosystem and they mm-hmm. make pretty much all ac- you know, applications accessible within that ecosystem so that you don't move out. So I, I understand what mm-hmm. you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that's what Microsoft are doing. Well. Yeah. They want to they want to do whatever they can to keep you. So they're going to sweeten the pot every so often. Look what we've got. It's better than Apple. Look what we've got. It's better than Google. You know. And it this is a it's a this is a business. So however you look at it, it's a business. Then who you know if they can retain as many people as possible, and if they've got an organisation, you know, we're not talking like just you and I, sing, you know, single individuals. We've also got large organisations who who are using it. Absolutely, absolutely. Let, let, let's talk about transitioning. Like, you know, I'm mm. I'm assuming business owners who mm-hmm. okay, who would like to transition to Office 365, maybe you know they are growing as a business, okay? Mm. Uh, maybe the basic Google Docs or Google Sheets, those stuff mm-hmm. which they were using, you know, has been saturated, maybe they need slight more complexities. so they want to transition okay i'm assuming this transition process is definitely not going to be easy okay <laughs> what are some challenges have you personally observed as an expert helping organizations to transition between two different suites like you know let's say apple or let's say google and transitioning to microsoft and how do you help them to overcome these hurdles well, the first thing is talking talking about what you're doing at the moment what you're using at the moment um what your day to day looks like and then going to the other end and you know talking about what is it you want to be able to do what is it you're hoping to be able to do why are you looking to move from the software that you've got um and and what is it you want to you know your staff what do you want to do what do you want your staff to be able to do if you're look if we're looking you know if we're talking about an organization what is it exactly you want everyone to be able to do and then look at what the applications are there and how they can fit together because though, though microsoft have got a lot of um applications in it so it doesn't mean you have to use them all you just need to use the ones that are relevant to you that will help you to do what you need to do and then you can bring the other ones on board when um when you need them talking um because part of my um part of my role as it were and the jobs that I've done are to do with with, with change and helping people to change uh, or make change and implement change and and do that as smoothly as possible and there's always you know those who are you know dragged kicking and screaming um to use new software because they don't want to you know they've been using something for you know 10 15 maybe 20 plus years so they don't see why they need to change it i think the main thing um for me is to talk to those key people who 
are going to be impacted by um, the, the transition to a different piece of software. Find out what your people do on a day to day. Um, what is it that they are doing, not what you think they're doing. Find out what they're doing and what they will need to do. Because there's no point you, you know, the powers that be and those at the top picking a piece of software, choosing a piece of software and saying this is what you've got to use. And then there's, you know, there's resistance against it. So talk to those key people, uh, see what they're doing and what they need to be need to do. And if they have any ideas. I think that that probably works better on a slightly smaller scale. So if we're talking Microsoft, if Microsoft going to switch to, you know, Google or something like that, which is not going to happen, <laughs> um, that, that would be a lot of people to talk to. So it, it may not work in, in that circumstance. So, you know, Bill Gates would be like, can, in your dreams, like, I am not going yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you know, if there's any Microsoft people on the call at the moment, forgive me for suggesting that. <laughs> but, you know, this is this is a cutthroat business. So uh, these these happen, the takeovers happen all the time. Um, so never say never, hey? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate I think engagement, sharing. definite engagement with the people who are going to be using the software, who are going to need to be using it day to day. Engage with those people. Don't leave them out there in the cold outside, um, you know, banging down the door asking you what's going on, what's going on, because you, that change isn't going to go well. It never does. Yeah. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So, how many applications? is uh, you know there inside this microsoft 365 roughly um as i said i think i've counted maybe 20 21 the last last count Ooh. and um i'm sure microsoft were going to be made an announcement they're going to be adding to it but there's so many there so this is what i'm saying there's a lot of it's a lot of applications for, for people to use but you don't you probably wouldn't use half of them it really yeah. depends on what i have no idea you... they had 20 right the only thing which i remember personally is word excel <laughs> powerpoint, PowerPoint. <laughs> outlook <laughs> outlook yep that's it there's one note nobody any, no one knows one note what's wrong with one note mm. what's one note one note one drive mm-hmm. sharepoint teams bookings forms planner wow there's this there's, there's, a, there's a lot of those out there. But I mean, you, and the reason people probably don't know about them is because they're not using them. They don't, they don't think they need, need to use them. They're using something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there are a lot of applications. Okay, so, so mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about that, okay? Let's talk about that, okay? This is mm-hmm. a very interesting point. So Office 365 comes with like a treasure chest of 20 plus applications and tools, which helps you to elevate your productivity. Mm-hmm. Okay, do better collaborations within organizations, stuff like that. So there is a lot of possibilities which are going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to you, mm-hmm. which one do you find mm-hmm. the most underutilized by organizations? Could you name some of those applications? And why do you believe uh, it has such untapped potential? The, the, the first one that when I found out about it, I thought, oh, this is brilliant. Um, it's bookings and it's a bit like Calendly like your an online calendar but it's all within um, the Microsoft suite and it's it's there and integrates with your um, your Outlook calendar Um, I liked it it was it was simple to use and this is this is my thing nothing needs to be complicated you know because that just means that nobody or less people will want to use it 
or they'll just mess it up when they do use it. So if you want to keep it simple, um, let's utilize the applications you've you've got um, in your armor, you know, in your toolkit, as it were. Bookings is in there, and you can use that, and that's quite adequate for you to make bookings or people to make bookings of you, and it goes straight into your Outlook calendar, and it's all good to go. Forms. Um, uh, not sure many people use that. You can. It's like a Survey Monkey and those other ones out there. Again, it's 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 adequate for what you need to do, but it's in there, and um, you know it's within the suite. So why why go outside of, of Microsoft if that is there for you? The thing is, you, you're paying for this, this this package. Yeah, you're paying for these applications. You, you bought what you bought out of it, um, and so why not use it and use as many as you can before you go off and buy something else that is not in the suite and is going to cost you, you know, more money. There's a great point mm. which you made. So bookings and forms being one of those underutilized applications. So let's take mm. this for analysis. Now you have gone through my process of becoming a guest right from the beginning, mm -hmm. like onboarding you, guiding you, making you fill out that lengthy form, which I did. Okay, so... Mm -hmm. So apart from, you know, so let's take, okay, step one, you know, when I ask you to, you know, book using mm -hmm. Calendly. So I could have used bookings mm -hmm. uh, and you could have done the exact same thing. Would we have been able to achieve the exact same outcome if we would have used bookings and forms? The same thing which I did with the free ones. From what I saw, yeah, how I've, I've, I've used bookings a few times for a, a previous client of mine and yeah, it worked fine mm. okay okay it, i think it wasn't it's... it wasn't i mean uh -huh. calendly isn't um it's not complicated but neither is neither is bookings uh -huh. and i don't know if you don't i mean calendly has a uh there might be a free version of it or yeah or, i'm using the free version um, i don't want to pay them anymore mm, 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 yeah, yeah. But just you, you i know, just need one calendar get the functionality <laughs> but yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't always get the functionality that you want. So. Yeah, so. I, I agree that, you know, if you want to send out like remainder, reminder uh, emails mm. or text messages, you know, those are only available mm. with the paid option. You know, if you ask mm. me, Sharon, mm -hmm. like I think the only reason why an average human being, when I say an average human mm -hmm. being, like, you know, somebody <laughs> who uses, uh, you know, computer and some of those applications for their day-to-day -day work, okay, it doesn't mm -hmm. have any complex tasks, would not end up going ahead with the Microsoft suite because it's 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 like a suite which you have to keep renewing every year. How much does it cost mm -hmm. a year, roughly? It depends on what you um what what package you have. But you know you can pay it monthly um, as a business. You can you can pay for it, it um, yearly. Um, it, it's it's up to you. And as as a business, I think you get. You know your discounts as, as to what you need to pay. It really depends on what you've, um, what you have. Um, so let's say you know if you go ahead with the whole twenty-one or twenty-plus applications, the whole the whole thing. Okay, we want the whole ecosystem. How much does that cost? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft. I'm going to also Google this. Microsoft Office three sixty five ecosystem. Bye. <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> 
Okay, you've I would got, just you you got you got your basic pack your 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 basic package, but then you've got your you've got your family package where you can you know you can share it with a couple of members of your family, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like, you know with, with the business. You can um, I remember what you, oh was that years ago when I used to work at a law firm? I used to get a discount um, for staff through Mark if we went through Microsoft and purchased the the application but the, those days and i'm going to show my age here we used to get on a, <laughs> we used to get on a cd and um we could um purchase the application for our for our own home use um okay but, yeah but you've got licenses depending on where you go for you can get a license for um, it's, it's not for, oh, no, okay so it's, it's not too expensive I, I think mm-hmm. i found the figures no. it's 99 dollars no. 99 90 100 mm-hmm. bucks Hundred bucks US per year mm-hmm. uh, is best value because you can share this with two to six people. That's not expensive. That's that's all. Yeah, and I've, you you can there's you also maybe you know maybe forty thirty forty pounds um for a, a license for say about five people, and you get a, you know a few terabytes of space. Um, with holy it, shit, it, the, it it states that you can get about six terabytes of cloud storage. So if you have six individuals who are sharing that hundred dollar fee, one right. terabyte per person. That's and terabyte is nothing. It's not. That's not mean, is it? Yeah. Now I understand it's not, it's not why OneDrive yeah. makes sense. <laughs> right. You can share. So for the um, so there's a you know you can get um, this is Microsoft is not just for for business you know personally it's family as well. So you can get a family package for like what. 80 pounds ish a year and with that you'll get you know your word your excel powerpoint um one note one note comes in it uh it, it outlook outlook yeah i think in us it shows 69.99 so got on 70 bucks a yeah, year yeah yeah or you can opt for even that really you can opt for um doing it monthly if you don't want to pay the yearly application um you can you can you, you do it monthly uh, and then you've got the uh, you know a personal one which is again slightly different for that where it's just for one person but it'll, it will cost you about 60 pounds so you've got to look at the at the um ramifications of that and, and the cost your budget as it were for um for business you know you're talking you can really get go to town with that because you've got it can be what about i don't know nine ten pounds a month per user uh-huh. Um and you get you get the desktop version of 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 the app because with 365 what you've got to remember is sometimes depending on the application sorry on the package you get you may only have it the, the cloud version of it but um I think pretty with the halfway through what how can I say the middle to top packet you'll get the desktop version of it um as well if you pay a little bit extra plus as you said your terabyte of cloud storage and you get you know some security on there um and obviously you get support if you want support and that that kind of thing there yeah i personally thought it was expensive than this so like 100 More bucks expensive is, than, yeah 100 mm, bucks is mm. cheap like and i don't think it's too expensive in fact you know on the us microsoft.us microsoft.com us it shows mm-hmm. if you if you are a student Okay, mm-hmm. you can get it for twenty four bucks a year, like two dollars a right. month. Right. 
Shh. Right. Absolutely. That's even cheaper. And, and, and you can use that. You, you see, you can access it, um, you know, on your, yeah, on your laptop, yet yeah, on your, you know, your phone, your, your iPad. You, should, you know, you can use it all over the place. OneNote, particularly if you've got to make notes and stuff like that, you can um, synchronize that across your devices. So you can use it anywhere. Okay, I've been hearing about, you know, this OneNote thing from you for quite some time. Shannon, would you mind telling us oh, sorry. <laughs> what does this OneNote do? Like, is it just a note-taking application? Does it have any other purpose? Like, how do, who, who is it <laughs> used for? Like, Okay, so one, um, one uh, scenario that I was in, um, I was rolling out, uh, is we were rolling out Windows 10. And some new laptops to some. Uh, I think these were. This was in my legal, my legal days. So, to some uh, law uh, law firms and some uh, legal eagles, and um, they hadn't heard about um, OneNote. We're showing them, you know, Windows and all that kind of stuff. But then we, we told them about OneNote. And one of the things that we pulled out as a um, a win that they would, you know, definitely, definitely want to know about is how, by using OneNote, they could edit and mark up a PDF document. I couldn't believe the excitement um, on some of their faces when they found out that they could just bring in um, a document as a PDF into their OneNote screen and um, they then would be able to use their, because I think at the time they had a, what we call it a stylus pen, and they could actually write on that document on the screen, and they were they were there in their element. They loved it. I thought it was amazing. I think that was back in back before PDF allowed you to um, oh um, sign the documents yeah. and stuff like that. To, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so they could mark up, you know, put big red big red lines and circles around things, and say no, I don't want this clause in. Take this clause out, and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, that there was they they absolutely love that but also um if they were en route to a meeting and they wanted to um get some ideas you know scribble some stuff down um in their head they would do so or they could do so on their um work mobile phones um because they didn't have wi-fi for the laptop or whatever reason but when they got to their destination and they opened up their laptop what they'd been working on uh, on their phone in OneNote would synchronize um, with their laptop so they were able to open it up and say look this is what i've been working on in the hour that i've been on the train what do you think about it mm. that makes sense that makes sense i have, I have you know okay kind of a funny question okay this is just in my head <laughs> yes it is a glorified notebook it is kind of a glorified notebook <laughs> yeah yeah so okay, it's not like, actual pen and paper okay. but it's, it's, it's yeah it's got that concept uh -huh. go on okay Ask so me. my question is okay so i've worked with many mm -hmm. corporate companies okay mm -hmm. before getting into business and i've always mm -hmm. noticed that they have like a pretty old gen microsoft applications installed on their computer and they all, the entire organization uses that mm -hmm. a little old and outdated version. They don't have the most latest one with them. Is there a reason why mm -hmm. an, a company would 
not want to have the most updated word excel or 365 why would they stick to an older version what would be their motivation behind it i just want to know personally because i it used to really okay. suck because i was mm-hmm. using the newer version and the old one did not really have that feature or those shortcuts i see it used to exhaust me out i had to unlearn mm. and find the longer route so what would be the reason why uh they stick around with stay old... with the yeah actually you know i i can't understand why there would be a reason um the only thing i would say was comfortability they're comfortable with what they um oh what they what they're using oh they're comfortable with what they're um using apologies for that i thought that was on silent um don't want to they don't want to change for it for anything else however they're losing out on the, the functionality of what they can do um you know with with that stuff and i mean if they if it's if they're afraid of learning something new don't be don't be you know ask someone to show you and and it there's always a benefit to learning that's how i think about learning i'm i'm always learning things there's always a benefit to learning so learn let someone give you some information mm i am guessing okay this is just my personal guess okay i am guessing mm-hmm. they want to save on server space and they want to keep uh the computer working at an optimum speed and they don't want these background applications to either reduce the internet consumption to perform a certain task maybe that could be one of the reason why uh, they may yeah a light version you know not like the high end one not the one which cakes uh, like a gig to <laughs> install and start up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that it's just I my hear p- that <laughs> good yeah be. i i hear that i get it i get it i understand mm. all right all right all right okay so i want to actually speak about yammer or yammer i don't know the exact pronunciation but you know i came to know uh, while i was prepping up for this interview well i was uh, <laughs> you know accumulating information which i can ask you so i believe that microsoft has something called as yammer or yammer it's one of mm-hmm. a social networking style mm-hmm. thing okay mm-hmm. could first of all would you mind helping us understand what is this application for what is what does it do and how uh, does it help in connecting people in the modern workplace Uh, helping them with better communication and collaboration. Um well so yeah yam is like your your internal facebook um facebook twitter um in there um in within your organization it's it's inside it's secure because you know people can't well I hope not I not that I've seen that people can't clone your account like your facebook they can um you know clone your account and as as happened to me and a couple of friends of mine on um, Instagram that you know accounts Okay so all our verified accounts um, like <laughs> with it, yeah you <laughs> you will by default get the blue check blue t- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so um you know and it's it's a way of different teams um to um communicate with each other share information um with each other you know within their within their team 
So different departments can have their own Yammer page um, and they can, you know, share information of what's going on internally um, for them and and things like that. So I think it's 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 a nice a nice thing to have and it's a, a good way of engaging with you know other team members because sometimes your team might be a small group it might quite well be a big group as in you know it's overseas it's 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 international uh, it's global so um connecting with your um your colleagues uh, in an international setting in a global setting can be can be quite difficult but having yammer um at your um you know at your fingertips i think is a nice thing to have mm. I, I like the fact that, you know, your organization can have its own social media. So Microsoft makes that happen. So I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. you can, so you can share and send pictures and memes. <laughs> Is it like mm -hmm. you do it on others? Okay. So that's really cool. Yeah. The one thing I will say, though, is that Microsoft um, has this, um, they, they rename things. So I think Yammer might be picking up or has picked up a new name. Called, oh, um, is it Flow? Vi Viva Engage. Wow. They should really work on the naming part. I'm just saying, like, you know, why would you <laughs> name something like Yammer? <laughs> hey, are you been on Yammer? Yeah. I yammed you. I'm not... <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure where that came from I, I i never did ask the question i have to say um but yeah i think they've i suspect they've uh, renamed it flow is yeah is another one that i've i've heard of um which they've um is a new name for something isn't it yeah yeah I i've heard about flow up. i have I'm no idea what it does it. like <laughs> i I've been, I've been hearing all these application names for the first time to be quite <laughs> honest with you mm, okay mm -hmm. let me let me ask you sharon like you know Mm. So, let's assume that, you know, you have helped an organization transition, okay, mm -hmm. to Microsoft mm -hmm. based applications. Now, the organization might expect to do something out of these applications, like these suites. Okay, let's take mm -hmm. by word, they may have something which they want to achieve. Let's take Excel, they may want to achieve something out of it. Mm. Do you mm -hmm. help them uh, to create uh, those uh, systematics or SOPs in place or do you help them to uh, you know understand how to use the application to achieve it like for example would you end up creating mm. sheets uh, spreadsheets would you design all of these things based on their needs while you're helping clients transition yeah that's part of that's part of my role is to mm. you know keep myself um, up to date with um uh -huh. what's changing um with the knowledge that i have of my clients because i you know if i'd had a conversation i'd help them to transition at the at the first hurdle they've gone on to microsoft um the microsoft suite and they've been using that for a little while um and we've had a conversation since then to say well look they'd like to um upscale up, you know upgrade and what would my recommendations be? Again, you know, I'd have to uh, have a conversation. Um, what exactly are you looking to do? Um, or I may say, you know, I've seen this improvement or this um, change to an application that you're using 
and I think it might be beneficial to you. But that's me keeping in touch and in contact with my with my client. You know, I know where they've been, I know where they're coming from, and I, you know, I have an idea of where they're going to. But touching base mm. with uh, with my clients uh, all the time and knowing, uh, you know, or being aware of what they may need um, is very important. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's very important. So, mm-hmm. so, so for an example, for mm. an example, uh, let's say that they have. Okay, let's say an organization has a a dump, a big dump of data, mm-hmm. and and you speak you speak with the IT person or whoever is in charge, the head, and these guys mm-hmm. want to transition to Microsoft. Okay, and they are bringing this mm-hmm. dump along with them. Okay, this you know huge amount of data. So what you would the, yeah, so it's pure uh, data. Uh, they they want to make sure, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so. And mm-hmm. and 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 their expectation is that you know we want to utilize this data, okay, mm-hmm. and we want to let's say formulate something and figure something out. So mm-hmm. why do you help organizations to transition from one uh, from regular apps or basic apps for, or another ecosystem mm-hmm. completely to Microsoft? But you would also mm-hmm. help them and train them how to end up using that data. to achieve that outcome you will guide them there might be trainings which should be done from your end maybe you'll mm. work on that spreadsheet in a way that you have to enter these values here or paste it okay i'm talking about excel formulas stuff like that mm-hmm. it gives you automated graphs and stuff like that so you do kind of help them with those kind of things as well right it, it, yeah well what we do is um it, what we call it um um training needs analysis or maybe a um a change impact assessment what training are we looking at that's going to be needed or or if there is a change what impact is it going to have on people so there are two different approaches to that so um depending on what has been identified some people may need both of those and some may only need to use one of them but we you do need to document what's going on at the moment and what needs to be going on after that and we'll also look at of course if you've been using a, a legacy system for a long time you might have a lot of data in there which is which is out of date and you don't need anymore so do you really need to bring all of that across to the new system to you know overload it before you you've even started using it that that doesn't you know that doesn't make sense so you know we'll have a conversation about what data you're bringing across and if you need it um so you know to do a bit of a data cleanse exercise prior to that that makes sense that makes sense oh i just realized you know we exceeded the 45 oh. minute mark all oh right gosh, guys and rohit Ooh. rohit's got his hand up yeah. <laughs> sorry rohit <laughs> yeah so yeah. what we're going to do is we would be starting q and a after taking a quick break i want to play some song You can listen to that song. In the meantime, if anybody is interested in coming up, asking questions about Office 365, anything within the specifics of Office 365, any specific app you want to know about, or if you are an organization who wants to transition to Microsoft Office 365, and if you have like a a personal question, something which you like to ask in general, please do not hesitate to raise your hand. I will be happy to bring you up. and we can go ahead and assist you in answering those questions so let's take a quick break i'm thirsty mm-hmm. i want to drink some water i'm sure you also feel thirsty let's grab some drinks yeah i do and pause <laughs> yeah. for a while okay all right all right mm-hmm. let's take a break mm-hmm. 
it's like this. Hey, yo, you be my peace, keep me going off the deep end. Looking forward to every part of you like the weekend. Used to have a man, but he was disrespectful. Never met your needs and he made you feel neglectful. Everything's materialistic and yeah, that's probably fine. But what good is everything except quality time? You're my favorite instrumental, I'm the verse. On the weekend, we don't keep it distant like a work friend. Keep me on the right track. Listen, I'll be right back. Shorty said she liked that. Yeah, I know she liked that. See, I believe in soulmates. They say they know me well. I've been loving you for centuries to show and tell. I know that you can tell and listen. Use my one and only. Got you a personal shopper. Yeah, shout out to Tony. And we gon' keep it moving. Listen, we gon' be forever. I just look up in your eyes and I hey, see you know forever. what I came to do. I feel like I'm made for you. Alright, alright, that was just a random song guys, may not be the very best, <laughs> alright, alright, let's start with Q&A, Felicia, please come up, once again, I I don't know if I got you down, but you know, please, please raise your hand, I'll be happy to bring you up once again, let's welcome Rohit, thank you so much for your patience, I appreciate you you know joining this conversation i just want to let you know that we are recording this conversation so by you being here you're giving us consent to move ahead do you have a question or would you like to contribute to this conversation uh hi jason and uh, sharon thanks very much for having me really appreciate the uh, uh insight um let me know if you can hear me yeah sounds good okay brilliant that's fine um, so um, it, it was mainly to kind of like just offer some sort of experience information. I was just referring back to, and probably Sharon will kind of relate to this as well. Uh, the scenario came up with uh, uh, experiencing a new company, which feels like they're kind of like two steps backwards with old software. Uh, I work for a, a legal firm and prior to the pandemic, every desk had a desktop PC. Uh, other law firms had moved on to laptops, um, but it was a kind of question of like uh, stagnated in kind of like desktop PCs and non-agile environments. Um, and since then, there's kind of like reasons of why companies don't move on from kind of like get moving to kind of like newer software, um, aka from 2020 March, we were on Windows 7 with Office 2010. Um, crazy, I know. And, uh, um, and, and uh, you know, we pushed it to the very limit. Uh, it's all about kind of like IT will do their best in kind of like recommending, but it's kind of like the equity partners, they kind of need to kind of make that decision, yes or no. And it's always kind of a battle with kind of different departments to kind of ask for approval for something. And uh, it might not necessarily be that they're comfortable, but it's a, it's a matter of kind of getting it approved. Uh, in this case, in, 20, um, in June 2020, we were on a financial platform by Norwell and we were on that platform for 33 years. And... Um, of course, they moved. Uh, we went in June in June 2020. We moved to a live system of 3E. Sharon, I'm sure you can uh, you're familiar with 3E as it's uh, used widely uh, within the legal sector. But the pandemic now has kind of pushed us 
to scale up. Um, never have we, you know, hemorrhaged money enough, but we have to move with time. So we went with des from desktop PCs to laptops. Uh, we're now Office 365. We're on Azure. We've got Intune. And we've gone from very, very old school ways to kind of new school. There's still a lot of work to do. But when we move on to kind of like, uh, why haven't you got this? Why haven't you got that? Uh, companies have very old sort of legacy type hardware and platforms in the background. And it's not a simple case of kind of plug and play. There's kind of stages of uh, change management and in rotation. There's kind of a whole uh, cycle of um, uh, cycle of uh, uh, this sort of software cycle, system cycle that we have to go through um, to kind of get it all scaled up. So we're only now kind of uh, going up to um, Exchange Online uh, for Microsoft Teams to, uh, in time, be incorporated on our Citrix platform. Um, it was just me to kind of like tell that little sort of back history from sort of like old school to kind of like new school. But even though you are new school, we've, even though we are new school, there's still a lot of um, things in the background on the system platform, hardware platform point of view to kind of scale up in readiness for, um, you know, getting, making the most out of the Office 365 platform. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say, really. Thanks very much for uh, hearing me out. Thank you, Rohi. That was absolutely, I Thank completely you, agree and I know where you're coming from um, with that. It's, yeah, it's true. They've got a lot of um, legacy hardware and software uh, that for some reason some people don't, can't let go of, uh, but they do need to <laughs> yet yeah. scale it yeah, scale it up. And it, it is a, it's a case of making that decision and, you know, and putting the money towards it to, you know, bring your system up to a level that it can take. 365 because it's a pretty juicy um a juicy application so um, yeah but it, it's doing what it's doing isn't it it does it does amazing things so of course it's going to um draw a bit of juice so yeah and if you want yeah wanna, and you want to be you know that legal love their really complicated document <laughs> management systems don't they so that's kind of <laughs> like uh hemorrhages <laughs> a lot of stuff and it it's also the line coming in the the um the telecoms line coming into the building has to handle the new mm -hmm. platform together with Zoom and Teams or WebEx or GoToMeeting, all of these kind of different platforms within this virtual platform Citrix. So it has to handle that uh, on sort of like the servers as well. So that that's mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, what we're scaling up for. So, um, but yeah, 365 mm -hmm. is just a one-stop shop really. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rohi, and good luck with it. You need to keep me updated as to how it's going. I will do. Yeah, absolutely. It's been too long. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, be in touch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. Cheers. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Okay. So you know, since we don't have too many people on stage, okay, if anybody is interested in coming up, please raise your hand. I would be happy to bring you up. And you can ask questions related to 365. Okay, now you may not hear many people speaking about Microsoft applications, 365, or things which are included in the 365 ecosystem. Because I, I think organizations expect that we should know how to use these applications. But I, quite frankly, I don't think many people know. And even if you end up knowing, you might know just a certain version of it. And it may take you time just to uh, 
you know upgrade some of your skills to the newer versions of these applications so 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 if you go ahead go ahead Shannon you want to say something yeah i was just going what you you're saying there about you know people don't know people we all can learn stuff you know um you can google stuff you can go on youtube and and learn some things but what i my thing about um all of this office 365 is if if you if people don't want to or haven't got the time to you know learn the bits they need to to know if they if they have a conversation with me say this is what i need to do sharon okay i only want to do this or i want to do this this and that i will look at the applications look at what they need do that training needs analysis and say and come back to them and say look this is what i recommend you said you want to do this this application is going to do it for you it integrates with this application so they can talk to each other and 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 do that so i'm there to take away the headache out of working out what it is you need to learn and what it is you need to know does that make sense i can't what does that make yeah yeah i'm getting it go on okay all right yeah so that's 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 what i'm there. i'm i'm your i'm the buffer between this is the application you're the cushion in between <laughs> yeah yeah i'm a, okay i'm a, i'm a cushion <laughs> i'm a cushion um in between so i i will soften the blow for you let's say it like that i'm i'm your yeah i'm your cushion <laughs> thanks for that jason i like that <laughs> right, let, let, let me ask you some extended questions since we don't have too many people on stage okay mm-hmm. I, when i was reading your bio you did mention one of your biggest influence and inspiration in your life Shalyn mm-hmm. has been your family and Mildred. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you mind sharing like why <laughs> what has your family done to inspire you and influence you and what has Mildred done specifically uh, to help okay. you out? And guys, if you're wondering who Mildred is, Mildred is actually a common friend of ours. Okay, she's mm-hmm. actually the one who who recommended Sharon uh for this interview. Okay, if you want to know mm-hmm. more about her, you should be able to find her a uh, beautiful picture and her bio or her profile link uh, under the event comments go ahead chat mm-hmm. okay so um we're going to start with um my my family first um my my children i have two daughters um and i have um two grandchildren and they look they look up to me and i um they are my the people that keep me grounded and the people that let me know that you know whatever i'm doing and they have no judgment i'm doing for the right reasons uh, whether it's for myself um you know whether it's it's for them um but i'm a very um i don't say but however i'm a, i'm a very giving person and i love sharing knowledge and information and whenever i can do it even if people don't want to hear me i'm going to give you some information because i want to share something with you and what whatever i do with this podcast today with what i want to do in my business my family are always there always there to support me both close families i said my 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 daughters my sister um but also my extended family who live overseas you know if ever i'm you know posting on linkedin or you know posting something on instagram or, or wherever they will always comment and support um so i know they have that and i know i can go to them and talk to them you know if i have any um questions to ask about you know why I'm doing what I'm doing is is am I doing it right and things like that um and and they're always there to support me so yeah 
they they are my biggest my biggest um yeah my biggest fans i think my biggest um influences um before i get on to mildred i i also have to say that recently i have widened my network of um other business um other businesses and you know networks and of, of pr people marketing branding people and all of them and you know some of them are on a call today and, and you know some are not but they know that i have reached out i'm not a person that asks for help a lot but i've reached out and they have supported me and you know given me all the advice that i ask for and you know when i do and i 120 percent thank them for that 120 percent now getting on to our mildred miss mildred talabi the young lady who uh, introduced jason and i we met on linkedin funnily enough and she taught me um, a lot of what i know and what i am doing on linkedin and for that i thank mildred so if you want to get in touch with her she's an um, amazing um coach absolutely amazing yeah so you can find her on on linkedin and um we we're also introduced to her her husband who is an amazing story storyteller so if you want to know how to tell a story <laughs> ask mildred's husband <laughs> 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 yeah that is super cool i appreciate you sharing mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and and i i like the fact that you know your children grandchildren are your biggest fan you know your family supporting you is it feels so damn good you know just to have them support you yeah and it just feels yeah. you know just amazing so if you it want is. to what kind of you know what is that mm. one thing you want to be remembered for sharon the <laughs> the one thing i uh yeah like you know let's let's okay. say, let's say something happens to you you're no more like you know what do you want the world <laughs> to say about to remember me yeah for what But, yeah go ahead some something really simple that i made you i made you smile um it is not about yeah i can i can make i make training fun i'm i'm try to make it well, i think i make it you know a little bit more interesting than it normally is i have to say that because it can be a boring topic you know let's not beat about the bush here um but i try to make learning fun and exciting and my one of my mantras is um you know if you're not having a little bit of fun you're not going to remember what i what i've been talking about what information i'm going i'm trying to give over you know give to you so enjoy what you're um what you're learning and um and you'll get more about you remember stuff that's it you remember things there hmm that is so cool rather than seeing mm-hmm. that you know rather than saying that you know i want to be remembered for the microsoft office 365 training expert you decided to stick with <laughs> <laughs> you know did i make you smile um, <laughs> that, that did is... i make you smile <laughs> come on you smile at someone you you wake up in the morning you you go out and you get your coffee you know or you see someone in the street and you smile at them and they smile back at you that's for me that's that's a very good start for the day 
Absolutely. I love you for saying that. Thank you so much. We have somebody who has joined our conversation from Saudi Arabia. So Mohammed, oh, thank wow. you so much uh, for joining this conversation. I see that you're the f- you're joined uh, my podcast for the very first time. I just want to let you know that we are recording this conversation. So please go ahead. Do you have a question or would you like to contribute to this conversation? Um hi everybody. Hi Hi, Mohammed. Hi, hi, Rohit. Uh, I'm, I'm Hello, Mohammed. I, I just enjoying the talk of Sharon. Uh, uh, I, I just want to make sure that we uh, we get the question correctly. Mohammed, would you mind moving to a section where there is a limited, uh, less background noise overall? Uh, we can't okay. hear, we can't okay, hear you very clearly. Because I'm taking, I'm taking my little daughter to the playground that's why that's why maybe it's quite noisy now so what i'm what i'm uh, i want to tell you that um as sharon is saying um teaching it and teaching office sometimes is, is quite uh poor so um the only way to make it more enjoyable one more uh, productive is teaching that the joy and through uh, active uh, uh, coach or, or I mean uh, master who can teach the skills in, in a very uh, nice approach for for people to, to uh, get the knowledge of using this powerful uh, uh, office uh, 365 um, and the people they would like I mean it, most of the people they, they, they would like I mean they want to learn those skills but the problem they are loaded with so many day to day activities which make their time very limited uh, to, to, to have some slots for, for them to learn things properly. So, what I'm thinking about, and Sharon might help me in this, to have more, you can say, approaching channels for the people who are in need of those skills, especially for their day-to-day work or business or whatsoever, to approach master users uh, for them, I mean, to have a, a proper chance of learning. It is a very powerful, amazing um, feature of, of, of this version of Office uh, 365 and then the later one of the co-pilot. So I just want to hear from Sharon the, her thought on, on this, please. Thank you. Yeah, I personally had a lot of difficulty understanding. Sharon, were you able to get what he said? Not all of it. I I heard co-pilot a bit and I heard, um, you know, a training, I think, on on, um, some of the applications that were, that people wanted to use and how you could get someone to do that um, easily. Is that? 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really I, sure. I'm, so, Mohammed, what I would recommend. Sharon, Sharon, what I'm saying is that mm. I mean, for, for people to learn the skills mm-hmm. uh, of, of your voice is kind of getting muffled. Are you on your headphones? Yes. Yeah, there's something yes. which is uh-huh. blocking it. There's something which is blocking yeah, your I'll voice. Try, I'll, I'll try to remove it next moment. And try again from my iPhone directly. Just give me a uh-huh. second. I want to connect. Can, can you hear me properly now? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's try that, that again. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, Sharon, so what, I'm, what, what I'm saying. Everybody in need of learning the feature of the Office 365, but the problem, everybody is loaded, is loaded with so many day-to-day activities that will not allow them to have a quality time right. their skills, because uh, these type of, of I mean, features uh, and the powerful feature of this system cannot mm-hmm. be learned uh, at once or twice or something like that. You need to have some uh, training, you say, program or methodology that will allow you to build on your, your skills based on the basic and I mean, drive it down to the detail of the feature. Which will yeah. allow the option of the feature that will allow you to, to use the I mean the most of, of the feature that will mm. make your work easy and your life easy. But the problem this require having a very good quality time and a right. very a very skillful, humble uh, coach or, or I understand. A trainer, I trainer that will give mm-hmm, you time. The patient and inject the passion on the, the guy who wants to learn it by time and also design for him or giving him an advice how to put for him a program that he should mm-hmm. follow strictly and whenever he falls in a problem he will immediately communicate with his Fine. mentor again mm-hmm. to, to learn the skills and to put a bath for him to continue, ex- I mean, uh, exercising those for him, not, uh, and always updated and, and using those those features uh, that will allow him to use the, the powerful of, of this tool. Okay, okay, okay. I, I think we understand what yeah. you're trying to say. We're kind of in yeah. a time crunch, Mohammed. I, I, I wanted you to continue expressing uh, and sharing everything, mm. but we're, time, we're kind of in a time crunch. Okay, so Sharon, mm. would you like to respond Thank to you. that? Thank you. Well, okay, I enjoy the talk and I enjoy the passion of Sharon on, on <laughs> teaching and, and visually teaching in a proper way that's going from go deep down from the heart always have but, its own taste and always uh, having an effect of the people who start, I mean, learning from, from the, the master skills of the coach or the, uh, right. the, oh, the, the trainer. Thank you. Okay. What I will say, what I will say to you, Mohammed, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And the thing is, that's one of the, um, I suppose one of the things that I uh, enjoy about my role because uh, it, it's not, I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to, you know, say, well, you've got to do this or you've got to do that. The, the training that I deliver, the, the, the service that I give is all tailored to you. So 
whatever I do with your organisation is possibly going to be doing with some uh, someone else in their organisation because you both have different needs. So the what um, I'm, I'm going to give you is something tailored. Um, so it's sit down at the table. Um, well, not literally, maybe because you're not over here. Um, I will sit down on a call with you um, on Zoom or Teams or whatever and just discuss what it is you, you need and when you need it. And we can, you know, set it out in a timely fashion so that you take the time that you need to learn the the, the, the parts of the, you know, the applications that you need. Um, and we take it slowly and you build on that as you need it. It's not going to say, OK, you know, within three months, you've got to learn how to do this, this, this and this. Um, the first thing is you probably won't need this, this, this and this. You only need the first two. So it's that is that is one of my things. It's It's bespoke training. I will sit with you and talk to you about what it is you want to be able to do and what you need to be able to do and then maybe you know make some suggestions as how you can approach it and we'll have that conversation that's what it is you've got to build a, a you know I've got to build a relationship with you uh, and, and find out what you want before I can say yes you need to do this so I'm not going to just say yes you've got to have that applications all those packages that's it and I'm going to run away and leave you no you know, once you've you've got me in your um, IT toolkit, you know, I'm, I'm there. Does that make, I hope that makes sense and um, makes sense, Mohammed. It makes sense. And it's also will be great to know the uh, the right spelling of the of, uh, Melon or your, your common friend between you and, uh, and mm -hmm. Justin. So to, to keep them also, to try to have a contact with them also. With their hair, mm -hmm. so yeah, to make sure of using your head skill and teaching this uh, great uh, 365. Uh, yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for awesome. that. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. You got Rahit back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so thank you so much, guys. You know, let's actually do the rapid fire round. And this time I have something interesting lined up for rapid fire. So let me actually play mm -hmm. the sound effect first of all. All right, now, usually on rapid-fire questions, I end up asking some funny questions so that I, you can get to know my guest a lot more. Okay, <laughs> this time, I decided to do something different. Okay, so in my head, when I was actually trying to make these rapid-fire questions, I was like, let's take the most two common applications which Microsoft has. Okay, the first one which came into my mind was Microsoft Word. The second one which came into my mind was Microsoft Excel. Okay, now, I said to myself, okay, if, okay, if, if Microsoft Word and Excel got into, like, this rap battle thing, what would happen? Okay, so it was just an idea, so I start brainstorming on it, so what I decided to do was, I decided to reach out to my good friend, whom you see down in the audience, Phyllis. Okay, and I spoke to Phyllis. I was like, I have this idea. I have a few bars written down. Okay, what do you think? Okay, so we ended up doing something really, really cool and interesting. So I'm going to actually play a pre-recorded rap battle between Microsoft Excel and Microsoft Word. Okay, so be ready for this epic battle. 
Microsoft Word is being represented by my very good friend Phyllis William Strader, whom you see down in the audience. Okay, the Wordsmith Supreme. And Microsoft Excel is being represented by Phyllis' daughter Morgan William Strader, uh, the number cruncher, you know, being the Excel number cruncher. So let's actually hear those tracks, and you guys can actually vote for us online right now on this conversation and tell us which one you like the most okay phyllis i would encourage you to please come on stage because we would definitely need you and a few giggles while we do this thing so please raise your hand i would be happy to bring you up while i play the recording okay guys hear this out <laughs> Microsoft Word, the wordsmith, supreme with sleek fonts and style. I'm the writer's dream. I'm the master of docs, the queen of type. My formatting game is always on hype. Cause in every writing battle, I make pages fall. Precision and excellence is how I ball. From memos to essays to scripts for short. Got your grammar on lock and your columns on So Step back, Excel, you can't compete with me. I'm the baddest word player that could ever be. With spell check and grammar, I'm never wrong. And in this rap game, I wrote a better song. Yes. Hey, yo, it's Marcus Sucker Cell. I'm the number cruncher. And I slice through data like I'm a true hustler. Spreadsheets and formulas, it's my domain. With pivot tables and charts, you know I reign. I calculate with ease, yeah, that's no doubt. From your bands to your stats, you know I get my clout. Analyzing all the trends, that's my claim to fame. In the data-driven world, yeah, I own the game. Word you got style, I won't deny. But in this rap battle, I'll amplify. Data insights, I'll stand up and take the lead. Excel's the king, cause I got what you need. <laughs> Amazing, Phyllis, I have to say, and your daughter Morgan, thank you so much. You have no idea how I feel at the moment. I am elated. That was amazing, Jason. Thank you for coming up with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was a nice idea. Okay, let's actually hear people vote. Personally, I like both of them and the way they rap. Both of them had their unique style. So, Excel mm -hmm. and Word, both of them win, according to me. But if you ask me to choose <laughs> my favorite, I would definitely hands-on go with Phyllis because she is a rock star to me. So for <laughs> me, Phyllis is the winner. Okay, so you know, mm -hmm. people who are interested in voting, okay, so if you like what you heard by Phyllis, okay, please raise your hand. Okay, we got 10 listeners Okay, 10 listeners who are listening and people who are actually on stage, you know, you can just vote by just saying. So, Rohit, uh, whom would you like to vote for? Phyllis or Morgan? So, for me, both were, were, were really good. And I, I kind of took it back to kind of like what these are applications where um, formulas and stuff in Excel, I'm really rubbish with. But would I favor Word? Um, these two raps have made both of these sound cool. And things aren't boring, but these have made them sound cool. And it's really hard. I, I, can't, I can't choose one. 
I just think it's made Excel and Word sound cool. Um, but if I was going for familiarity with the uh, with the wordplay and stuff, oh, I don't know, man. Ah. Oh. On, you know on what? Equally, page. I'm with Jason. I'm Jason. I'm with you, right? Jason, I'm with you. <laughs> They're both winners. Yeah, They're both, both yeah. winners. And I have to narrow this down to what I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable with the easiest kid on the block, which is Word. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worse at Excel, but I've got to step my game up. Game up with Excel because the rap made it sound really appealing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right all right well so let's both of you though brilliant right yeah let's hear from muhammad <laughs> I, I i did not see a lot of raise of hands just one jeremy was the only person who raised their hand but it's okay it's okay we get the idea mm -hmm. so muhammad did you like both of them or no or anyone yeah, in specific i do i do amazing amazing well, by now <laughs> but uh, since i'm in supply chain and we are always relying figures and we're using a lot of excel i'll go with phyllis I'll, I'll go with uh, Felix, yeah. Oh. Uh, but an amazing and a good idea. And a good, good work. Good work of both of them. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. For yeah, that. you're welcome. Thank you so much, Mohammed. So I appreciate you guys listening to us and, and, and you know, thank you so much. We had a very s small period of time to make this happen. I stay in India, in Mumbai, very far away. Phyllis, you know, they are in the U.S., we had a very difficult time just recording the whole thing. I, I tried doing this online virtually. It did not work out. Okay, then she had to actually, you know, do the whole recording by herself. And then the file was sent to me. You know, obviously, we didn't have the 365, the whole cloud ecosystem. So we were manually exchanging this on WhatsApp <laughs> back and forth. And I edited this on Adobe Premiere Pro. Okay, made a little twist, a little changes uh, to the audio, and that's what the end thing is. If you're interested in getting uh, like an audio clip of this, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I have the lyrics. The lyrics were fine-tuned by Phyllis uh, and her daughter. So please reach out to me. I would be happy to share it. When you do share this on social media, I would highly, highly encourage you to please tag Sharon. Uh, because this is her show and please do not forget to tag phyllis as well as her daughter because you need to give credit to those individuals who worked hard now before we wrap up today's session okay i want to give you the opportunity to you know promote uh, your business tell us uh, what do you offer as a business owner i think your company name is sg webcrafts dot co dot uk the company website and other social handles are being listed on the event details and even on the event description if you do want to reach out to sharon i would highly encourage you to do that so is there anything you'd like to promote on my show sharon about your company and what you aim to do and how you can help people out um wow yeah um i'd just say you know reach out to me if you want someone to talk to um you know a human being and not one human being to another human being about what you want to do with your company then just reach out to me on linkedin or um you can go to my website which is www.sgwebcraft.co.uk as jason said the information is all there on the um on the link that was sent out um to have a conversation with me a 30 minute conversation it's not going to cost you anything so just, just come and talk to me and let's see what 
let's see if I can help you. Let that's firstly. I'm gonna. I'm, I don't need to sell you anything. Let's have a conversation and see if I can help. I might not might not be the person to help you, but yeah, book some time with me. Um, or DM me and I'll send you my calendar link. Um, and we can we can have a conversation. Um, beyond that, um, on my website you'll see number um and contact details there if you want to um, message me uh, or get in contact with me after this uh, this session if you want to have a think about it by all means do that um what i will say though is my it's my birthday in september so i'm feeling kind of generous oh. so if <laughs> um when we have that conversation we decide what you need um and we're discussing it I am going to give um, you a 10% discount um, on whatever we agree, uh, depending on the package that you um, you want to book, whether it's just a, you know, a, a basic package, show me where I need to buy, um, what application I need to buy, what, what package I need to get for the Office 365 suite, um, or if you want some training uh, on a particular, you want bespoke training, let me say that on a particular application, say Excel, you want to know how to use it to do what you need to do, not what Joe Bloggs and Alice down the road want to do. You want to know how to use it for you. I can create some bespoke uh, training sessions for you for that. So let me know. Uh, we can, Again, we can have a conversation. And then, yeah, if you book um, at any point in the month of September, which is my birthday month, you will get um, a 10% discount. Um, okay, you mean you from now use... till September, right? Yeah, now until actually, you know what? Now until the end, book it between now and the end of September. But you can actually um, use it um, by between now and the end of October. That is, that is super cool. That is super cool. Do you have any sort of a geographical limitation uh, about what kind of individuals from which part of the world are reaching out to you for assistance? Would that be a hiccup uh, since you are in the UK? Not at all. I've worked. Um, I've worked all over all over the world. Uh, well, not all of it, most of it. I was in Doha. Um, many years ago when I worked for a legal firm, I, you know, I was in Dubai and Oman for a, a little bit as well. So that's that's not a problem at all. I've, I've actually um, done some training with some people in Australia one time. So that was a that was an interesting one because it was very early in the morning for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, we can we can work it out because I, I know that there are um, you know people out there who need. Um, who need and want my services. So um, I will make myself as available as I can. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to highlight and emphasize on the bespoke service. Sometimes mm. organizations do end up developing softwares, okay? And sometimes you might need an extra hand so that you can educate and train people about those softwares. I think, Sharon, you also do help in training First of all, learning the software by yourself and also creating training courses or mm -hmm. uh, you know materials which you, they can as organization can share with their team members so that they can train yeah. them about this application. You also do that. So this is outside Microsoft, but that is also something which you do, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, paper guides. We're talking, uh, you know, videos as well as the actual training sessions. But all of those will be bespoke to 
you know, the organization or the individual that requires the service. Yeah. I kind of, you know, asked Sharon this question the first time I, I, I did this pre-call with her. I, I was like, Sharon, why would people pay you X, X amount of dollars when they can actually learn this stuff for free online on YouTube? Like, you know, why would they hire you pay this fees to train you? And the answer was pretty simple. And Sharon, you know, correct me if I'm saying it wrong. And she was like, bespoke service. Because you would not be able to find stuff easily, which is very, very relevant to your needs. And that's where I come into place. I help you to make this very bespoke, you know, up to your organization, your goals, and customize it in a way that fully benefits you. And that's why I come into the equation. You don't get this information easily online. Am I right saying, uh, am I using the right Ooh. word, Sharon, to present what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it, it's not out. What I do is, is, is not out there. I mean, I can do what's out there, but that doesn't benefit um, the client. Um, and it doesn't excite me. I like to, you know, break things apart, make them, you know, why they're working like that. No, I don't want it to work like that. I want to use it like this. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm about. So, um, yeah, no, it's not what I do is not, not on YouTube or, or anywhere like that. This is your training. This mm. is your, um, learning. This is yours. It's not, it's, as I said, it's not Fred or Alice's or Jim's, you know, up the road. It isn't. This is you. That is super cool. If you could leave my listeners with one thing they can take away from this whole conversation, mm. what would that be? You're never too old to learn. And in addition to that, you're never too old to learn. You're never too um, old to learn from anyone of any age. So don't think that because someone is, you know, years younger than you or years older than you, they don't know, they don't understand. I'm learning from my grandchildren and other children all the time. It's amazing um, how um, pure they're thinking and clear they're thinking. And it, it's, it's something that I think we lose as adults. As we get older, we, we tend to we get to a point where we think we, we know it all. So we don't need to learn anymore. Yeah, that's so, that's a yeah. really cool lesson. But keep your ego aside, mm -hmm. keep your attitude aside. Even mm -hmm. if you have an attitude, have a positive attitude. And and learning is a never-ending process. You learn f from people, 100%. younger, older, whoever it is. But you know, if mm -hmm. it's knowledge, what's the harm? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. So so let's actually move ahead and let's wrap this conversation for today. I want to just make quick announcement for the next week's show. This is not the exclusive interview i was talking about the exclusive interview is on august 16th the next week's show is august the 2nd uh, i'm going to be speaking to michaela quilici who is also another friend a close friend of me and mildred uh, okay and we are speaking about the five must-have personality traits for a thriving for th uh, you know to thrive in business for a thrive okay you know what did i mess up the title five must-have personalities for thriving in business no the title is okay okay all right so that's the topic uh on linkedin audio august 2nd 12 p.m eastern standard time uh 
Okay, she's an accomplished international business growth coach and award-winning marketing strategist. Uh, Michaela will share her insights on those five traits. We'll go each trait at a time, dissect it, give you all those insights which you require so that as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you get the very best out of that conversation. So if you are interested in tuning into that conversation, you can RSVP for both the events. The exclusive one and even the one with Michaela, both of them are listed on the event comments for this specific conversation which we're having. If you're unable to find it, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I do have a mailing list. So if you want to get regular updates about my upcoming shows, DM me the word uh, newsletter and I should be able to add you to that mailing list. I don't spam. I don't spam send out you know too many emails just details about my show or maybe some of the services which are ongoing with my business that's about it nothing major okay do you do you have anything else you like to share with my audience Sharon before we uh, say goodbye to one another I'd just like to say thank you to everybody who um, has attended and are still still listening <laughs> <laughs> to me, I really, really appreciate you doing that. Um, and once again, thank you to my my crew, Phyllis and Morgan, for doing um, those those raps. I'm going to need to patent that um, um, because I need to use it <laughs> when I'm training any of those sessions. Uh, I think she I, has I just, to get I paid. Just it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phyllis will be like, bring me the moolah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i knew you first mildred i got your autograph first okay phyllis and I'm, I'm, i know you first so i'm i'm i'm, I'm in i'm at the front of the line <laughs> but no really thank you jason for putting this together thank you for everyone for um taking part those who asked questions um Rahit, nice to to see you and speak to you again um I, you. I appreciate it <laughs> no worries yeah. all right catch up soon all the best yeah. everyone take care yeah thank you all right guys thank you so much please take care for yourself have a lovely morning afternoon evening wherever you're in the world thank you so much for the heart emojis take care of yourself yeah. have yeah. an amazing day <laughs>